Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. Today we'll be reviewing Slightly Scandalous, the third book in Mary Balog's Bedouin series. Before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom. Join our Facebook group, The Swoon Zone, and follow Jessen on her YouTube channel, Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and give away free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. And a special shout out to our patrons for all of your support. We appreciate you and love you. All right, guys. So I've been keeping sort of a secret lately. And I can finally talk about it, which is so exciting. <gasps> you can? You didn't even tell me you can. I know. <laughs> you bitch. I literally just found out yesterday, oh, though. <laughs> but I know the secret. <laughs> so um, I... A couple weeks ago, <laughs> was just sitting in my living room and I got an email, and it was from somebody that wanted me to <laughs> consider coming out to watch some scenes from season two of Bridgerton for Netflix in LA. And I was like, I messaged Juliet, and I was just <laughs> like, <clears throat> "How do you tell if this is a, a, a scam?" And you're like, "Is <laughs> like, this legit?" I I like, just remember you sending weird? me, and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" And I read the whole email. I'm like, "Justin, this is legit." I'm telling you, the details they're giving this is not a scam. So I clicked the link and stuff like that to see what she was talking about, and I was like, "Oh, this does sound pretty legit." <laughs> and I'm looking at my calendar because I'm like, I have school, and it depends mm-hmm. on what day. Because they said on Friday, could you fly in to view the stuff for Friday? Right. And I was like, "Okay, well, I don't have you know for school we have clinicals in nursing school, mm-hmm. so you can't miss that. That's like a no no miss." And I was <laughs> like, "Okay, well, I don't have clinicals on Friday. Just depends on what kind of flight I can get on the Thursday after clinicals." Yeah, because you're stressed. Are they about the willing time. to find me late and I just land really late in LA? Anyway, we got all that figured out. And yes, they were like, a late flight's no problem <laughs> on Thursday. And boom. So like two weeks later, I'm flying out to Y'all, LA. this is so exciting. This, I mean, I was like, I want every fucking detail of every part. It's like, so, tell me what's it happening. It was so surreal. It was so it's surreal. Oh, so awesome. And it was just like for a day thing. It wasn't even yeah. like, you know, staying a whole weekend. It was literally like, we want to fly you out to fly you into LA and then fly you back for a out. Day. And I was like, okay. <laughs> Sure. So um, I even asked them, I was like, hey, am I allowed to know who else is going to be, mm-hmm. you know, interview? Because the title, the working title for it was um, Booktubers right. React to Bridgerton. And so I was like, okay. And they were like, no, we can't tell you yet, but closer to it, maybe so. Well, then there's some sleuthing going on, okay? Yeah. And um, I got wind that somebody else was going, so I messaged them. And then I got wind that someone else is going. So, like, <laughs> we all started figuring out who was being a part there's of like it. There's, like, six of y'all, though, right? And it's right? not a secret who who the people are anymore. Mm-hmm. It was, like, Jessica, Lacey, um, Mel. And then there were two more people, I believe, that or one more person that mm-hmm. I didn't get a chance to meet. But anyway, it was just very exciting. So yeah. once I found out that Jessica was going too, like, we were both, like, flying and her flights were delayed. Poor Jessica had really <laughs> bad luck with flights. Oh, it was crazy. But it was really fun because I got to L.A. midnight and mm-hmm. I had to drive to the – well, get a cab to the hotel – and then I was waking up like a couple hours later to get dressed and go to Netflix's. You and know, I know your studio. brain was like scrambled from like uh, clinical like, everything from nursing. It was so crazy. It felt so <laughs> surreal. Okay, so the next morning I'm packing up, 
to go and get the car to go to Netflix. And it was so freaking cool. I can't even tell you guys how cool it was. Netflix <laughs> has like an Emmy garden wall where all their Emmys are literally on I this love, I wall loved garden. That so it was much. so cool. That's they had so a cool. giant squid game doll. <laughs> and I got to take pictures like around Netflix and it was really fun. But I was in the waiting room and I saw Jessica's bag because she had been posting about like her travels and stuff and she had like a little Spider-Man luggage tag. Yeah. And so whenever I walked in, they're like, oh yeah, this is like Jessica's stuff. And I was like, oh yeah i recognize her spider-man tag and they're like wait you know each other and i was like well yes <laughs> this is your guy that's following you around with a camera everywhere you go like oh, that filming was fun. everything that was Ryan, but no not him yet because he was following jessica oh at okay. the time so jessica was in hair and makeup and yeah. i was in there so he actually got on film <laughs> jessica and i meeting in person for the first time which was awesome really cool because we'd only talked online um, right this whole time i because, hope they show a clip of that well okay they all i just got the footage that he had, was filming ryan was filming mm-hmm. like me behind the scenes getting hair and makeup and then like walking up to oh go my god you've got to show me right after we finish okay i'll show you <laughs> <laughs> um so that was really cool but i didn't see the footage of jessica and i meeting together and i think that's probably part of jessica's using- footage oh okay, that was okay. during the time when he was filming jessica's stuff yeah you know what i'm saying yeah so i think jessica has that footage but um he has me and mel meet which was really nice. nice and that was the first time i got to talk to her and mm-hmm. like we had a really good conversation about like what we wanted to see so i had just gotten done watching all the scenes like it was so yeah. cool. i have got to tell you guys this oh part. my god this is so funny so funny. i know what you're gonna say <laughs> <I> get up there <laughs> jessica's done i was like how was it she's like, it was really great oh my god i'm so excited to talk about it i'm like okay so i get in there and there's like a green screen and they have the tv and they're like hey do you need your glasses to see <laughs> I was like, yes, (laughs) I do, in fact, need my glasses to see. They're like, yeah, your glasses are just catching a lot of glare. And I was like, oh, crap. I didn't even think about it because I did bring a pair of glasses that I don't have, like, the more upgraded lens for, like, glare. I just bought them because they were really freaking cute. Okay. And I'm like, oh, crap. I'm like, okay, well, I can take it off. And I was like. The TV needs to be closer to me, though. So they pull it as close as they possibly can without getting it in frame. Little old lady. And I was like, TV I was like, up it's a little blurry, but I think I can do it. Oh, my <laughs> okay. God. Y'all, this so I was is trying so hard not to squint at the TV. I was like keeping my eyes open. I was like, don't squint. Don't squint. This cracks <laughs> me up so, so much because, y'all, you have no idea how much Justin prepares for every single thing in her life and i could have brought contacts but i didn't i didn't <clears throat> realize i didn't even think about it because i yeah. know how hard it is to light glasses i yeah. do it's hard um especially when you have lighting yeah it's very hard to not get a glare and i yeah. should have thought about that and i should have brought contacts which i never wear anymore but i do still have um but so that was really funny and then while jessica and i were both on the way to the airport she was there and i was on the way we were talking about the scenes we're like <laughs> la, 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 talking about the scenes and she's like oh my god did you see this this scene i was like wait what i was like no i was like oh my god i must have missed it because sometimes i was talking and they didn't pause it so i was hearing stuff oh, in my no. ear and i was like i must have missed it come to find out they actually after they showed jessica certain something which i'm not going to talk about this actual scene because it is spoilers yeah they cut it out for me and they cut it out for Lacey too because Jessica's like, man, Lacey said she didn't see it either. I might have imagined So they're just it. trying to get different reactions? No, I think that they realize – I don't know how strong of a reaction Jessica had to this information because it's very much something that is not in the book. 
Oh. And they might have cut it out after her reaction to Interesting. it. Interesting. Maybe. Because they did. On one scene, they made me close my eyes and they're like, fast forward to pass Lady Danbury. And then they showed me the scene. Which the scene, I will tell you because it's in the trailer, is yeah. the, when Anthony gets dunked in the when lake. When he climbs. Okay. Yes. So at the beginning of that scene, there was some sort of <clears throat> line. And I've already told Juliet about it. But I was just like... I was just like, no, I didn't see that. I didn't mm. hear that. And come to find out, I was like, no, they totally cut that scene out for me, Jessica. And she's like, oh, okay, okay. And I was like, yeah, must have been your reaction. <laughs> they didn't yeah. want me to see it. So, but I look, I have to say, I have been, so I've been following, I follow like two or three different, like official Bridgerton um, Instagrams, you know, that like are advertising. They're marketing for this whole thing, the pictures they've been displaying, like even just like the the, the overture poster. of um, Lady Whistledown talking about talking about, you know, Kate, la la la, you know, whatever. And then she's like, they're little posing. Yes, their character videos are I mean, just really amazing. Great. I love them. I'm just really excited. I think that the characters are wonderfully portrayed as seen in the trailer. So I'm yeah. hoping that oh, yeah. the season as a whole is going to wow and impress me. Oh. And we do plan on doing a Bridgerton review. So we will yeah, talk about all of our feelings sounds. for mm. um, season two in a mini-sode, <laughs> which will be feelings. very exciting. All of our feelings. <laughs> and so our many feelings. <laughs> so mm. exciting. Okay, guys. Let's talk about another very awesome historical romance. Yes. The Bedwins. So Mary Balog's Bedwin series, I've heard a lot about them for, you know, a year or two. And finally, I decided to pick them up. They were on AnyPlay, which is very easily accessible to me. And I started from the very beginning. And I plowed through them, okay? So I love the Bedwin family. And I was like, I knew I wanted to put one of them on the podcast. And I really loved Freya. And I was really excited to want to put Freya's book on here because she's a prickly heroine. And we don't yeah. always love prickly heroines. Right. Sometimes they could rub us the wrong way. Mm -hmm. Juliet and I don't always love prickly heroines. but <laughs> We're very particular about our pricklies. We do, yes. And... Freya just kind of blew me out the water. So Freya's the <laughs> oldest Bedouin sister. And she's used to being very independent. She speaks her mind. She is oh, not afraid. What? One of the things about Freya is that she hates being a coward. Even things she is afraid of, she would rather confront them. Like, I am on. not afraid. No, I'm I, not she, afraid I, I would love to count how many times she says that yes. in the book. <laughs> I am not afraid. So I really love her character. And she is met, I will tell you, in the spoiler scenes how they meet. But it's too funny to, <laughs> to start on now. But the hero, mm. the guy that she's paired up with, is Joshua. And he's <laughs> newly been made the Marquis of Halmere. And he really never expected to inherit the title and he doesn't really want to assume the responsibility he's been on the continent um kind of doing secret stuff but living a cavalier life that everybody's yes. just like oh that rake joshua yeah yes the Not rogue a serious has been bone in his body tromping around europe you yes. know and then he's returned okay and when she meets <laughs> him he's like the opposite personality she's very serious she's a little bit haughty because she's a daughter of a duke okay and <laughs> i joshua, love this part of her personality yes, so always sticking her nose up in the air i loved it <laughs> I know. and joshua is so cavalier and lighthearted, and he's always making a joke and it's definitely opposite is attract. She's super serious yes. and he's totally not. No. He's the he charmer. He doesn't think anything. He's a charmer. And mm -hmm. I love the pairing so much. Mm -hmm. It was so great. So, guys. All right, guys. <laughs> We're ready to talk about the Exactly. Book. <laughs> We're heading to the spoiler section. So, if you haven't read Slightly Scandalous, go do yourself a favor. Go check it out and come back and chat with us. <laughs> 
All right. Oh let's my talk God. about the first scene. Okay. So I love that. So I love the, first of all, I just want to talk about the way Mary Balog writes. She writes with such sarcastic wit. It's so dry, but I was literally so just like giggling it's in the wonderful. car. Like I was like, cause it's like, you know, <laughs> um, Wolfric, the Duke, her older brother demanded that she have a chaperone and demanded they stay at this like special, you know, posh inn that is only, you know, good enough for the daughter of a Duke. She's on her way to Bath because she doesn't want right. to go home. Right. And, but we open with Freya. Pissed as hell because her maid is snoring and she can't sleep. And there also don't there happen to not be in the end that they were supposed to be at because apparently there's a fair, a local fair, and then like all the ends are filled up. So then like they're like in a second rate in yes. right and none of the doors lock nope no locks on the door <laughs> no locks on the doors <laughs> but freya can't sleep so she kicks her maid out and her maid's trying to stand up to her which <sighs> like please yeah because whenever As you a, have the duke narrowing his gaze on you and putting yeah. his quizzing glass she didn't know who to be up a- here i mean like <laughs> she doesn't know who to be more afraid of the duke who isn't there or freya who is and is steaming and like can get out of my room i don't care where you go just get out <laughs> i need my sleep <laughs> And the doors don't lock. So anyway, and she even talked about how they have, you know, they have accompanying like coachmen or whatever that are like going with them. But they were going to stand outside and guard her door. And she said, no, I don't. I don't want you like I'm not a prisoner. You're going to go go away. So I just love the way she is so we're faced with an extremely, extremely confident, independent woman of 25. Yes. Okay. Mm hmm. I guess exactly. a spinster, as they would call them yes, at that age. She, yes, she's on the shelf at this age. But <laughs> so we're we're she's getting to sleep, and then all of a sudden, her door opens. There's a man, and she's like, "What the hell? Who is this? I have another interruption to my beauty sleep, and this will not stand." So she just looks at him, and she's just like, "Get out!" And he's just like, "Sorry, sweetheart, that's not going to work because there's this very disgruntled man outside, and if he finds me, he's going to force me to marry his daughter, and that's just not going to happen." <laughs> and she was just like so offended. She's like, "Wow, you tried to seduce and debauch a girl, and you're yeah. trying to run away from your responsibility." And he was like, "Well, actually, there are people like this at the ends who basically lie in wait, right. see a chance to marry off their daughter to someone very wealthy, and right. set up a trap like this." And I'm not for it and yeah so i'm staying here and she's like do you know who i am like get out of my room and he's like i'm just gonna be in this wardrobe right here just don't tell anybody i'm here okay yeah bye. i guess in the shift in the goes in there. Or whatever goes in there okay and some other people walk in just barge into the her innkeeper, room keeper he's there and then the disgruntled man yeah the disgruntled man cronies. and then his yeah yeah and they're just like my lady there is a man seen coming into your room let us check and she's just like get out of my room. She's like, out. You do not bust in she here. She uses all of her, like, standing as a, yes. you know, a Duke's daughter. And, and like, says. how dare you treat like, me this way. The Duke you of Bucastle, my brother, would <laughs> be appalled at my treatment over here. If there was a man here, I would tell you. And there's not. So get out I love her, her thinking in her head, too. She's like, she's not defending Josh. She's but just she's like, so, offended so by how pissed they at him. She's like, the, how they have a right this to guy? walk into her room like Yeah, this. like, she just, like, cannot even believe. And she, I love that she's like, I'm not recommending this place to any of my friends. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, no, she's like, this is terrible. <laughs> okay? So, anyway, they go out the room, and then Joshua comes out <laughs> of the creeps wardrobe. Out. He's like, oh, you, that performance was so great. I would even That's believe awesome. that you were the sister you- of a duke. We all yeah. know you're not. So he doesn't believe that that's yeah. true, okay? 
And he <laughs> decides that he's going to sidle up to her and steal a kiss because he's that such was a hilarious. charming. And she just like, and she punches him in the nose and it's so great. <laughs> he goes, ouch. Like, I love his responses. Like, don't you know you're supposed to like slap my face, not yeah. punch me in the nose? That's what women are supposed to do. Women are supposed to slap you across the <laughs> face, not actually punch you. And she's just like, I am not your ordinary woman and oh, I need I love you it. to get out of my room. Because he's just like, hey, I can just take the trundle right here, you know? I'll just, yeah, the, I'll just sleep yeah, right the there. Bed or and whatever. she's just like, look, I'm going to count to three. And if you're not out of my room, I'm going to scream so goddamn loud. <laughs> and he's like, you won't do that. And she counts. She does it. And then she does it. I loved it. And he's, he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> he literally, like, dives out the window with his boots. <laughs> and then the innkeeper and them come back in a room. And they're like, my lady, did so you funny. see him after all? She's and she's like, like there was a mouse. a mouse that ran across my bed. And he, the innkeeper's like, I assure you, we don't have mice. And she just like, I love how she said it took a lot of acting skills out of her to, to, to act. To play the timid. To play the timid, I'm afraid wilted. of a mouse. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm it? too distraught. And then her mate's like, my lady, I will stay with you even though I'm afraid of mice. And after they leave, she's like, no, get out. Get, get out. out go where, wherever you came I from, go back. I love how she tells back. her mate, poor maid. I really feel sorry for her maid. Because she's really not nice to her. But she does. She's like, do you think that I would be afraid of a mouse? Like, are you like, kidding me? Get out. Get, get out. out. Like, I'm, I'm ready to sleep now. I'm done with all these people barging into my room. But what I like... <laughs> was so funny is afterwards she was afraid that maybe she's like wait we're 30 feet up is he dead and she pokes her head out and she sees that there's an ivy trellis she's like okay he climbed down he's safe and when she comes back in and sits on her bed she starts laughing she bursts out with laughter so i love that her reaction's like well this wasn't as boring as i thought it was going to be this little ride to bath you know and so bath isn't known for it's like upstanding you know yeah this is where now like the older people go and hang out it used to be used to be like a place of, you know, where all the posh from London would come and hang out. But now it's more for like basically the elderly to come go. They they go to the um, sip the waters, all the stuff, the crazy stuff. <sighs> so she gets there and she's staying with like some friends. OK, she has like a little like sponsor lady who she's yeah. going to be staying with. And she is already kind of bored of bath after one day. You know, they made their rounds and it was very exciting for Freya, the, you know, the duke's younger sister to be there but now she's just kind of like god i'm so bored now and i can only do one day of shopping and now i'm over it so <laughs> yeah. while her friend and her mom had gone shopping for the second day in a row she decides she's gonna go take a walk in sydney yeah. gardens okay? and this is we also learned that she loves to she loves exercise it reminds me actually of, of liz in pride and prejudice like yes. she just walked everywhere she, she needed walk, like she wants to ride she has she a lot of climb, energy like she yeah. just loves all mm-hmm. of the outdoorsy pursuits and she grew up with like a lot of older brothers and mm-hmm. she's just used to hanging out with them right. her younger sister morgan is a lot younger than her she's 18 and you know compared to all of her other siblings right. who are much closer in age <clears> to her <throat> and she's just used to hanging out with the boys and so and romping around and yes, being you know exactly athletic and she doesn't like having chaperones either she very much hates them so <laughs> she's alone walking in sydney gardens when she hears this cry for help a little ah <laughs> and she's like ah a woman in distress. I must go see what's happening. Yeah. Like- <laughs> I need to rescue her. And she charges there and sees this man holding this woman in yeah. his embrace in his embrace. And she just like, This man is about to debauch this unwilling lady drag and drag her, this her. maid servant, off into the bushes and have his way. I must defend her. <laughs> so then he realizes it's Josh. Well, she doesn't know his name. Yes. This man. That- She's just like, you <laughs> You again. I love and his reaction. Like, Every time he sees her, he just smiles. Like he's like, oh, there ah, she is hello, again. Sweetheart. <laughs> That's like, you, they're 
old friends and it infuriates her. So what does she do? She punches him in the nose again. <laughs> Let the her maid go. has run off. The maid has run off. Yeah. Okay. And punches him in the nose and she's just like, I don't know who you are, but I'm going to find out what your name is. I'm going to make sure everybody in Bath knows that you are a debaucher of innocent women, unwilling women. And you, are, you will be run out of town. You will be You're run out of town. Laugh, thinking about it. Oh, my God. It's such a great it's book, It's so guys. funny. And the whole time he's just grinning. And I love his, his point of view. And he's like – I am so turned on right now. I she is a fiery. He's like she's not the daughter of a duke. So who would she be? I love this. This I hope this we run into mystique. each other again because this is the most <laughs> interesting thing to happen to me in a long. He does, time. and he does say, "Can I defend myself?" She's like, "I don't want to hear your side of the story." Like, like, I know okay, what happened. Fine. I know what happened. I saw it with my I own saw eyes. It. <laughs> I don't need confirmation. <laughs> it's so funny. So, oh my god! Okay. What she oh, doesn't know yeah, is that we, he is the. <clears throat> Is the Marquess of Holmier. And Very they've been newly, all talking yeah. about it. They've been yes. all talking about it in Bath and they've been waiting for him to make his appearance. So the next yes. morning in the pump room, uh, as they like to go walk around in that room. <laughs> and okay? so she always thought that they would go to the pump room and what they would like, you know, I don't know, do some sort of exercise. But their exercise is literally walking around the room talking to people. It's so funny. And whenever she sees him. So he's with his grandmother, okay? <laughs> Grandmother's basically saying like, hey. You've been the Marquis for like six months now. You need to take responsibility. Like no right. more gallivanting in Europe. Right. Like go you need there. to come into society. But for some reason, he doesn't want to go back to his um his <laughs> estate. Right. Okay. There's <clears throat> something going on there, and we don't know about it. Well, when he spots Lady Freya, he's like, "Oh my God, she's here! Let's see what's going to happen." And like, she he's immediately, for it. immediately when she spots him, marches like, to him. Mar- he's like, "She is not even pausing. She's coming. She's coming to directly talk to me." Like like. Accost me over and yes she does she in a very loud voice which of course a circle ensues so like she knows you know? his grandmother and she's yeah. just like could you please tell me who this man is yeah introduce me to introduce this man i love this, this man. is it's so, so you don't do this yeah this is know? so london society though like introduce me first and now i'm gonna tear him to shreds yes. you know like but her like asking to be introduced is like very faux pas like, oh yeah she's no. supposed to just be introduced exactly and whatever and then she's like, yeah, this is my grandson. And he's like, well, I'll have you know, this man is a debaucher of women. And, like, she basically goes off to the point where people are, like, clapping for her. Yeah, they're like, And, like, they're yes, just, like, yes, run him out. Women. And he was just like, so, like, the, the, the liaison like, of yes, ceremonies or whatever his the name is. master of ceremonies Ma- or yeah, comes yeah. over. And he's just like, what well, seems to be the problem? And she repeats her story. <laughs> and he's just like, can I have a chance to defend myself? Actually, what happened was, I just so happened to be walking down there. And this maid was um, getting accosted by a squirrel. It ran up her I skirts. gallantly kept, caught her in my arms. And the thing actually was, like, charging at her so that's mm-hmm. why she screamed okay and i was going to put her down but then lady freya came and scared off the maid with her you know charging <laughs> and down the hill me. and then punched me in the face and i wanted to explain but she didn't want to hear my yeah. explanation and like in freya's mind she just like you knew this would happen didn't you that's yeah why you didn't and say he anything. also she also kind of the day before had talked about how the squirrels were kind of super assertive you know like they're used to people and coming a bit too close so she it's a believable story so you know? her reaction she doesn't try to like defend herself or whatever and like the because she knows she's been had she knows she's mm-hmm. been played a little bit that he always knew he had the upper hand and could have forcefully told her what the situation was but decided to let her make a fool out of herself and there's one thing that freya does not like to be made is a fool <laughs> oh no so the master of ceremonies just like oh can we both like shake on it and everything will be 
well. And she's just like, fine, begrudgingly does that. Well, later on, whenever they're in the afternoon, she does apologize for making a scene. Yeah. But they get an invitation to his grandmother's um, home for dinner so that they can make a show of, you know, unity, that there's no hard feelings. And so she goes to dinner over there. And she just kind of like, God, I really don't like this dude. But there's something about (laughs) him because he's just so charming. Yeah. Like, he will not be put down by her, like, stern voice in her reprimands or anything. I love also how, like, she knows that he was about to kiss that girl. And there's, like, they never say it. it. They never say it. But, like, there's – he knows she knows. And, like, gives – she hates it when he winks at her. He always, like, gives her these little side winks, like, like my little dove sort of thing. And it drives her insane. Up the wall. wall. So she, to avoid talking to him, decides to let the (laughs) Earl of Willet, like, talk to her. She doesn't want to encourage him because he's a bit of a bore, but also she has no choice so that she can – Yeah, and he's been sort of pursuing her. And so now, because she's paying him attention, he's, like, all over her. Yeah, and so the Earl of Willet had suggested like oh we can go riding or whatever and she's just like oh no i don't want to go riding with just the earl of willet or whatever and Josh yeah. is just like oh that sounds I'll, great and so yeah. it turns into an afternoon of riding and the larger party since she's so competitive her and josh start racing yeah the first it starts out as like a trot and she's like mm-hmm. this is not this riding is this is not I'm what so i wanted bored. to do <laughs> exactly and so yeah so those two go riding off together and i really love it because they have a very vigorous race. And, you know, when the adrenaline's pumping, okay, he kisses her again. And she does not actually punch him this time. Okay? Yeah. Because it's just, you can tell, like, this is the only excitement that she's had. Yeah. And also for him as well. So it's just kind of like, they're kind of just drawn toward each other at this point. They don't like each other. But it's also like, this is the only person over <laughs> they here. They have this, like, antagonistic attraction. Yes. And I thought it was fun, too, that, like, th- at this point, she takes – she's always doing things that are very unconventional, even though she keeps that, like, air of a Duke's daughter, yes. you know? Like, she takes all she the pins the out of her hair. And, like, and I her dare hat- you to tell me something yes. about it. When she lets all her hair down and is just, like, on that rock and looking up and letting the sun hit her face, like, he is, like, my God, she's, like... Because she doesn't give a fuck. And he's just, like, I've never met a woman that is this confident and cavalier and just, I love her. Yeah, we also get a description. he doesn't love her, but, you know. Yeah, she describes herself as being ugly. Yes. You know, because she she is not... She has the Bedouin nose, which all the men have, which is obviously a larger, more prominent nose. she has frizzy hair. She has more masculine features, I think. Yeah, and she's also just not... You know, society, society dictates what's going to be in vogue at the time. Right. And her sister Morgan has more of those feminine, yes. very, like, <clears throat> delicate features, and she doesn't. She has very strong features. So, yeah, and I really love that. Like, Josh, obviously, a very big womanizer and everything, yeah. is still attractive. She's attractive he, as a person. I love his description of her in his head. Mm-hmm. It's like. Well, you couldn't say she was beautiful, but God, she's look at the way she. She's so yeah, and then later on, I mean, by the end, he is like she's the most beautiful woman yes, in the world of to course. me. Whenever you know, it's like to somebody oh, like they become yes. the most beautiful person ever. I love it. So as they've been kind of hanging around Bath, his aunt comes to town, the <laughs> Marchioness. Okay, so this oh is, God, when Josh was younger, he was an orphan, and he kind of grew up with this uncle and aunt, but he doesn't really <clears throat> like them. Okay, so that right. we'll learn more about that. But his yeah. aunt has come okay and she she's like so frail she likes to pretend that she needs like she heavily leans on people whenever yeah. they're walking because she's playing up that i'm just widowed and i lost love and my also life yeah and also her and her daughters are living in the house that is really joshua's house. which he has yes. not gone to claim 
game and is and, and has told them he's not going to exactly at this point. So they've kind of heard that you know Joshua's in town, and she tells Joshua, "I heard that I heard that you've been hanging out with." Lady Freya. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I brought Constance here because I think it's high time that you and Constance basically get married. She's suggesting Mm -hmm. that it all stay in the family because she kind of still wants the run of the house, okay? She does not want to give up that power. And if her daughter's going to be the next Marchioness, then she could still kind of, like, stay on and keep her role, basically, and just Mm kind of, like, be over her daughter. Because she's a very controlling woman. Right. (laughs) And Josh just knows this. There's no way in hell. But I love how she's so delusional. Honestly, it was kind of one of my favorite parts in the book how how adamant this aunt was at sticking to her story when everyone knew it wasn't true like yeah. she was talking about how oh you and constance have always had a, have had a tender towards each other yeah. and like i know <laughs> I, I know that she her fondest wish is to be married to you and later on josh and constance are talking she's like no i don't no. want to marry you she, like, and, and no. it's obvious she's in love with like um the steward or yes, something yes like, jim <laughs> jim saunders or whatever his name is so Josh is just like, it's fine. We're not going to get married or whatever. But, like, his aunt is so insistent, okay? And the way that she talks about Lady Freya, she's putting her down. Like, oh, yes, of course, a spinster of her age. And she's not very beautiful and la, la, la. Mm -hmm. And Josh the whole time is thinking, like, God, Freya would get a kick out of hearing this. Like, it's not going to hurt Freya's (laughs) feelings. Like, this this little woman. Like, no. Her opinion of Freya does not matter to Freya. But she also confronts Freya whenever they're out and about at Nath. Oh, yeah. And she even tells her to her face, basically, you know, like, oh, like, she, like, gets in some digs calling Freya ugly and stuff. Ugly. And- yeah, and of course you would be after him now. Yes. At this stage in your life. And she also says, oh, and by the way, don't you know that Josh has an illegitimate child, has yeah. a bastard son that he still takes care of in town? You and know? I love how – I love Freya. All of her responses to this are so good. Yes. Because you're just like, God, your daughter must be just – so like how good of your daughter to overlook such a terrible thing yeah it's just so awesome all of her responses are so dry and it gets the marchionesses she's furious because she's trying to like piss her off yes and she can't do it she Mm -mm. cannot piss freya off freya always has a comeback and she hates it okay yeah so she's trying her hardest to pair up josh and constance and josh offhandedly makes a comment one day to freya and being like wouldn't it be so fun if we pretended that we were um engaged that way my aunt would get off my back well, Freya's offended enough by the Marchioness's comments and the way that mm-hmm. she's trying to handle everything that she's just kind of like, you know what? That sounds fun. I think we should do that. And Josh <laughs> is like, whoa, I didn't think that. That was just like, you know, I was trying to be funny. Yeah. But also, but also. But also she's should. recently gotten a letter from her sister Morgan. She did. Yes. And so we find out that um, she has been dreading. Another reason she went to Bath is because she, she doesn't want to go home right now because her former not betrothed but like sweetheart ish yeah so this is what happened yes she was friends with the neighbors jerome and kit and and kit went off to war but they had also had a month where they just like fell in love yes yes right before he left yes and so while he was away though basically everyone convinced her it would be better if she had married the oldest the son oldest who would son. inherit. It'd be more right. whatever. A and better she, alliance, a better yes. arrangement, whatever. Mm-hmm. And she basically acquiesced Caved. and gave yes. in. 
And so Kit comes home furious, furious that she would do this. Like basically, I think, fought with brothers and all this kind of stuff and then left. Well, Jerome ends up dying of a fever. Yes. And so everyone expected. So immediately the families say, oh, well, they start alliancing, you know, like Kit is going to marry Freya. Kit comes home with a fiance, yep. Lauren, yep. and refuses, even after she begs him, begs him to take her back. He will not. Yeah. And so she, and he marries another woman. He marries another woman and she doesn't want to go home because they oh. recently are expecting a baby like they, any day now. And she gets yes. a letter from Morgan saying they delivered a son. And Frey is constantly talking boy. about her. Like, how can he marry her? They're not even like, a, a, they can't, they don't even match. Like she can't, she's so boring. Like, yes. you know, there's she's no way. so boring. I don't understand it yeah so this also kind of influences her decision to go along with joshua yeah just pretend like she's betrothed and then they can just cry off and it'll only be a thing that happens in bath okay right so the aunt has been talking about like oh i'm gonna make an announcement at this ball or whatever mm-hmm. and when they decide that they decide that they're gonna announce it right here right now so they go to the master of ceremonies and they tell him hey we just had some really happy news. Would you want to announce it for us that we are <laughs> soon to be married? Mm-hmm. I just asked and she accepted. So they announce it to the ball as a whole. And the aunt is just like so put out. Okay. But then she acts like she's not like to society. Mm-hmm. But like she's so mad about it. Oh, okay. She hates being throttled. I mean, Hates yes. it. But Josh's grandmother is really happy about it. Wants to throw them a ball and stuff right. like that. Okay. And so they make an agreement. This is only temporary until your aunt leaves. As soon as your aunt leaves, then we'll go our separate ways and then we'll announce, you know, that we're not getting married or whatever. Well, that doesn't go quite to plan because a few days later, not quite, <laughs> it's not quite the um, party that Josh's grandmother is planning to throw for them. It's not quite time for that yet, but they walk a in. Visitor. Yeah, they walk into <laughs> the sitting room of the um, family that Freya is staying with, and she this whole time has been going off with Josh alone because yes. since they're betrothed, they should yes. need a chaperone. So they've been going out riding together, taking hikes together, just having fun. Yeah, just having fun. She's like a kiss, a kiss here and there. Yeah, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing crazy. But. Nobody's saying anything because she's an older woman, and basically they're about to get married. Yep. But and she walks in and Wolfric's there. Y'all, I love Wolfric. Like his dry, just like powerful persona is I can't wait. I've got to read his book. I've just got to. I've got I to see whatever woman it. melts his heart because he is stone cold, y'all. Stone, stone cold. cold. So he always has this motion like to off to put off everybody where <laughs> Very he off-putting. takes his quizzing glass and he yes. raises it like halfway to his eye. Like he's about to put you under the microscope. Okay? Yes. And it's so great because he is so smooth and cold. <laughs> like nothing ruffles his feathers. He just stares as, as you Freya, down. As Freya says, he's high the end step. Oh, very much so. Okay? <laughs> I mean, Freya says it. <laughs> She's just like, how the hell would he know he must be omniscient? Yeah, like, he like, just knows God, everything. Of course. But they figure out very quickly mm-hmm. that Josh's aunt was the one to write him. Yes. Okay. And to phrase the letter not oh, too nicely. In, in not in Josh's favor at all. Mm-mm. Okay. So, of course, he comes to investigate it. And Freya doesn't like to be investigated. So, of course, she actually defends their relationship says yes we are we are so affectionate towards each other like and that's why we're marrying and 
and you're like, no, yeah. no, you're not going to come in here and try to dictate my life. He adores me, and I adore him. Yes, and exactly. these aren't even words that Freya ever says. Wolfric's like, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. He's such like a, 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 a bloodhound. He's like, he's, he's on the hunt. And he oh, wants yeah. to find out the truth about the oh, matter, yeah. okay? He knows something's up. I absolutely loved it. So he accepts it for now, and he's like, well, you know what? We need to announce it to the family, you know? And we're going to have to plan a wedding. And she just kind of like, oh, my God. So Wolf... <laughs> actually has a conversation with the aunt and Mm. she puts on her performance and everything and he knows exactly what's going on with the aunt because he does he gives all these backhanded insults like like twister you know you know about to freya and it's and wolfric's like does basically we know in his head he's like does this bitch know what she's saying yeah she's insulting my sister you know and like obviously spinning everything like there's no way freya would want to be with josh he's so wild you know and he had such affection for constance until freya swooped in and took him away exactly you know like she didn't mean to tear them apart or whatever but you know it's been they've always been betrothed yeah i've always thought of him like a son and it would just break my daughter's heart la la la. and Mm -hmm. wolfric's just like oh yeah i see what's going on i know what's up going on i I got this meanwhile freya and josh are in the library just talking about like okay what the, what's the plan what are we gonna do and <laughs> then he convinces her to kiss him because you know there's just this innate attraction between yes. them so they're kind of making out he's like playing a little grab ass and Wolfric walks in okay. as he's got his hands on her ass and her response is Wolfric do you ever knock <laughs> she is not embarrassed but she is annoyed yeah and Wolfric's just kind of like okay so I think I've got the lay of the land now. yeah I think Let I know what's see happening if I got this right <laughs> So there was a plan for this Martianess to announce the betrothal that Joshua obviously didn't want. And so you guys announced your betrothal Freya's instead. Freya's like, shit, we've been like, found out. Fuck, finally. Okay, whatever. <laughs> yes, that is what happened. Okay. But they're also having these little moments alone. And Wolfric's yeah, like, and, mm. Well, you got to stay engaged because I just walked in on a little something something. And apparently yeah. you've been alone with him for a while. Yes. So um, you're going to pretend like you're engaged. And I like and I also... Want- Oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. I was just thinking, I like also that he, he, the way, the one reason he does not want it to be broken off immediately is because it would look like basically she was jilted or whatever. He's like, you know, I don't want anyone to, you know, spread rumors about my sister. So this will be a longer engagement than you had planned, you know? Yes, exactly. And he's just like, okay, so what's going to happen is you're going to have to come back to Lindsay Hall and, um, <laughs> and meet the neighbors and, and meet and the, the family. There's going to be a gathering, like everyone in town for the christening of the baby. And this is a thing because she was like, oh, well, Joshua doesn't have to come home with me or whatever. But when she hears that there's going to be yeah. a big gathering for the christening, she honestly doesn't want to go by herself. And yeah. so Joshua's just like, it's going to be her decision if I go or not. Like, I'm not going to go yeah. where I'm not wanted. And Freya does say, like, yes, you can come. You can come with me. Because she's like, it'll be much easier mm-hmm. to, like, have him be, to introduce my betrothed instead of sit there. Because they all knew, like, everybody knew that she was supposed to marry Kit, but he brings another woman. So it's very, like, human humiliating to her and that's like what freya hates she doesn't like to feel like she's out of humiliated and embarrassed humiliated and mm-hmm. the whole, everyone in the town knew that they were supposed to get married and so she just felt like a dummy i was dreading that back, i was okay? dreading that whole christening so thing. the thing is josh doesn't know all he knows is that freya was engaged to the older son and to he Jerome. died right and that no they did idea. not it was not a love match it was an arranged she match. plays it off and he's like, oh, okay, well, I guess that they didn't have, you mm-hmm. know. They were um, friends. He's like, we were friends. Feelings. Yes, yeah. exactly. 
So on the carriage ride home, he's just thinking about how much he's been enjoying Freya because <laughs> normally he likes to flip from town to town and he gets bored very easily, but he's not been bored lately. Like, no, yeah. this has not been a boring week at all. <laughs> and um, he's just like, wow, I'm finding her more and more attractive each day. And he's just kind of like, okay, I might be starting to having feel have feelings for her and I really need to tread carefully with yeah. how much time I'm spending with her and everything. Yeah. But the thing is, as soon as they get there, he's swept up in the Bedouin madness because oh, all the yeah. siblings are The Bedouin are there. family is adorable. They're so affectionate. This is completely unlike what he grew up with, mm-hmm. okay, with the strict um, Marchioness and the Marquess being kind of like under her thumb and they right. didn't like him. And always condescending to him. Very much it, putting This him down. reminds me very much of like the Bridgerton family. Yes, You know, just the very close and they, they're fun and they play and tease each they other. They immediately go into a game of cricket and I love how Josh and uh, – and Freya are on opposite teams, of course, so they're very competitive. With oh each yeah, she's other. like, oh, I'm so gonna yes. beat your ass, and basically. He's <laughs> pitching to her, and she like she wins for her team, and then he like kisses her in front of everybody. He walks too. up, grabs her, and kisses yes. her in front of everybody, and of course she's like embarrassed and looks at the family, and they're all grinning, yes, like from just ear like, oh, to ear. Look what a look love at match. them, and she's like, Josh, you ass, stop it. But then and secretly they also play loving and it, seek and stuff like that, and yes. it's just like they're bonding so much. And yeah. Joshua really likes the family. The family really likes Joshua too. Yeah. Okay? So it's just really awesome. I love how the good. family's always like, I love to see the smile on your eyes, Freya. And it's obvious that, you know, he so loves you too. She's annoyed because she's, she's like, like, my family thinks this is a love match and it's not, <laughs> but of course it is. Yeah. Like they're she's totally just... <laughs> falling in love. <laughs> <laughs> then we come to the christening. Okay. Oh. So she's at the christening and Josh can feel like her tense next to him and holds her hand and is like, well, maybe there was more affection between her and Jerome and it's just hard yeah. being around that family. So he has this assumption. And he, he, yeah, he's thinking like, oh, well, this would have been her child because she would have been the first, had the first child in the family and whatever, whatever. But And no. Freya does nothing to correct his assumption that maybe she has more feelings mm-hmm. for Jerome than she had let on. Right. But later he's actually talking to the younger brother, Sidney yes. or whatever, and he brings up well, you know, Freya and Kit were never actually betrothed when he came back with Lauren, but yeah, yeah. And then suddenly he's like, wait, what? Yes, he didn't know about this. So Kit oh. is like, oh, it's making a little bit more sense now. You know Apparently what? they were expected to marry and Kit comes home with somebody else and that would have pissed Freya off. I love this reaction because then he looks across the room and he notices that Lauren is going from group to group carrying this beautiful newborn baby and he can see He's Freya. Watching He's watching her and he can see like the tension in her body that she is like basically about to lose her shit and is just so embarrassed. And so he saves her. I love this moment. He does. He's like, hey, you hey, you want to go take a walk me? on the terrace? She's and she's like, like I would, love, I would to. love that, Josh. Thank you so much. Like literally, right before the baby's about to, you know, make its rounds to her group. Yes, exactly. You know? And so they go together, and they go to the gameskeeper cottage, which is so cozy and beautifully mm-hmm. laid out for them. And you know, and finally he confronts her with that, and right about Kit. Yeah, like you must have it. loved her, loved him, and everything. Exactly. And I just, I really like it because you know, Freya is very put off. She tells in the whole story and he's just like he says like oh poor Freya or whatever and she's like don't you dare pity me like oh, she yeah. hates she for hates people to feel that. pity towards her but 
she just like goes on the offensive and like just kisses him. Jumps him. <laughs> Jumps him. Okay. Oh, and man. I love it. I yeah. love it so much. Like, because she just wanted great... to shut up his pity. Like, don't look at me that way. Don't you dare do and that. And now that they've kissed and now that they're alone, it just sets off a. Oh, it's all, they're on fire. fire. Like, this was. This was a great they sex are scene. They're ripping off. They're each literally clothes. ripping clothes off, and he's like, "Are you a virgin?" And she, she just says, "Don't, Don't stop. You dare Don't stop. stop." I love this. Like he's like, "Okay, we're doing this." You know, like sex scene, and she, and yeah. he's just like, "I know I must be hurting her, but she's giving as good as she's getting." Like, oh my god, she's and she still like, comes. Like even like it's a crazy, and I love the thoughts in his head. He's like, "I have never." ever been set on fire like this before for yes. any woman like i you knew know. i knew that there was a potential there if i would be with her but wow this is more <laughs> than i expected so i love how freya immediately just kind of like yeah that was a mistake but it's totally my fault like i was going to initiate it and i seduced you and he's just like wow sweetheart just like don't give me any credit i know for any of this. So i know like, he's she's very never happen again we'll just have to forget about it and he's like well you know a baby might result from this. Yeah. Um, so until we find out that you're not with child, then we're definitely going to pretend that we're still betrothed. Like, right. So now it's the betrothal. It yeah. So now it's like extended again. Like, exactly. it's like every time they think, okay, we're going to have that fight now. Cause the, the whole plan is that she was going to have some big row with him and then, you know, basically call off the engagement and then yes. he would go tuck tail and leave. Yeah. You know? But then we had to go make, we had to go to the, the Bedouins. Yes. And then, then we had to go to the christening. Yes. And now you could be a child. So we're going to have to wait on that now you yes. know so they're walking in and that's whenever josh just tells her like you know i know that you don't want to see it but <clears throat> kit and his wife they that have is a, a love, love match yeah they're in love you know and i it may have started off as revenge because that was her whole point she was just like i was thought spite. that he, it was you know he brought another woman to spite me mm-hmm. and he wanted me to regret it but was never going to go through with it and kit's just like it might have started off as revenge but i'm telling you right now it's a love match and then yeah. she realizes she's just like Damn it, you know, when we had fallen in love a couple summers ago, he was grieving because his brother got really hurt. He felt responsible. And maybe we weren't such a match. And maybe Wolfric saw that. But she hates being wrong, okay? But she is willing to She's finally sort of admitting, like, Mm -hmm. maybe Wolfric was guiding her away from Kit because – because he knew and saw that Kit's emotions from after being the war, it was like it wasn't true love that they were yes. feeling. It was just like the comfort he needed. And she gave him that comfort. And so and Freya even kind of admits maybe I mistook it for love. And it really wasn't, you yes. know. Yes. And so she kind of makes nice with Lauren. And I really like that. They I have like too. their little moment. Even and- though it's very difficult for me, y'all. Yes. It was very difficult for me. <laughs> I was so ups- I w- I did was not upset with Lauren. I was just upset with Kit. Like I was like I wanted him to do or say something. Like just apologize just for apologize. how he handled the situation. Yeah, because yeah. for hurting her. I would I would have been much happier had Kit pulled her aside and been like I just want to tell you how sorry I am. That, but you Freya know, does but get like, a chance to admit that Lauren isn't actually all bad. And she's yeah. actually just like putting her down because she was, she was the other woman. and a little jealous. Yeah. You know? But she really does see that they do belong to each other. And Lauren is not actually as bad as she made her out to be. So I really love Right. That. I did too. I thought it was a great scene, even though it hurt my feelings a lot. Yes. So <laughs> a couple days later, they're just kind of like – she insists. She's just like, look, this isn't working. My family keep telling me how happy they yes. are that I'm happy. And like, I can't deal with it. I can't deal with it. You've got to go. And like, you'll be away for a little while. And then we can announce that we just don't have an infection anymore. And, and really what's happening be- is she's having feelings and she's afraid yes. now. She wants him yes. gone because she doesn't yes. want to feel this happiness. Yes. So he's like, you know, my man of business always sends me letters. He knows I'm here. The next time a letter comes in, yeah, I'll my- make up some excuse. And then 
I need to go visit. I need to go to yet. visit Pin Hollow anyway. Yes. You know, I'll just use that excuse. And, and he's like, and if there's a reason for me to return, meaning if she's pregnant, then I will return. Yeah. So we you won't know. be broken off yet, but right. I will give but you I'll, space. But I'll give you space. Right. Well, guess what? A letter really does come. <laughs> really does time. arrive. And it really is kind of crazy because he's been accused of freaking murder. Freaking murder. Oh, my God. Okay. I love this. Y'all. I love this fucking scene. So they're all at the breakfast table and he's talking and, and and we're in her point of view and she's like, he is laying it on thick. A murder charge? He yeah, is like, such like he, what a dipshit, basically. He, he, he would be the one to make up this very bombastic this, this story. This is not even believable. Like, it's and, just like him. And she storms over and pulls his letter out of his pocket, which is very rude, y'all. She pulls it out and reads it and it's like, motherfucker, basically. Like, he was not lying. She goes, well, now we're all going to pin hollow. So the she's whole like, we have family, got to do a show of force yes. to him that the Bedouins aren't afraid yes. of her accusations because it wasn't explicitly stated that it was the mm-hmm. Marchioness, but everyone knows it's the Marchioness. Yeah, bringing up the killing Albert because Al- Albert was his cousin who was the heir, and when he died, that gave him yes. right, made him heir. Yes, exactly. So now all of a sudden, five years later, it's yeah. coming back up again. Yeah, shady, suspicious. Mm. Mm. Somebody saw them that night. Yes. Now there's five a witness after earlier. five years who has finally come forward. Okay. Right. And I love how all the bad ones are behind them. Okay. Me too. Because Freya's like, of course we're gonna take, we're gonna show her that we're not afraid, <laughs> and you have the power. Yeah. The bad ones behind you, and I love how Elaine's like, oh, well, oh I'm, I'm coming, going. and I really like to talk to this witness and see. Yeah. Exactly Aiden's like, what I'll go. So I mean, Aiden's uh, what's Aiden's wife's name? Aiden Eve. and Eva. Eve. 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 Yeah, it's like, Eve's like, I want to go. Let's all go. And Morgan's going to go. Morgan's going to go. <laughs> the yes. whole Bedouin entourage is going, except, except for, for Randolph and uh, <laughs> Judith and Wolfric. So yeah. it's just like, I really freaking love. I love the support. The support. This is, so they're like, this is my favorite part of the book. Entourage from here on. walking through, I mean, going through the drive, pulling up. <laughs> and of course, the aunt's not expecting yeah. them all, which is and the also greatest it's a fucking surprise. Beautiful, beautiful house. Freya was, on not, the was surprised how. Since this is in Cornwall, which y'all, if y'all watch Pol- ever watch Poldark, I could see every single scene. I, I just, I just, all I saw was Poldark in my head. So it's, yeah, beautiful, beautiful. But I love that Freya was like, kind of like, my God, I could see myself living here. Yeah. You know, like, she's kind of talking to herself a little bit, you know, <laughs> but not admitting it. Yes, she doesn't want to admit that she could actually see her, a life here mm-hmm. with Josh. So they get down, and the aunt is playing like, oh, so surprised, Josh, you're here. And all of a sudden, the cousin's also here, the reverend, okay, who's the heir to Josh, okay? Right. And (laughs) she actually doesn't let on that anything is amiss. So Josh decides that they're just going to play along, acting like they don't know that there's some scheme afoot. And then has uh, the one daughter that we did not meet, Prue, comes running out. Y'all, my heart, my heart. And so she's just screaming, Josh, Josh. Josh, Josh. And she is 18 years old, but she has the mind of a child. So, you know, instantly very loving, we can tell that she's extremely loving. And we can tell immediately that Josh dotes on her. And she's just like, I can't believe you came home. And the fucking mother is like, Prue, who told you you can come out yes. of the nursery? Like, she's so ashamed annoyed, of her. so ashamed that she's not in the room. And Josh is just like, Prue, I'm so happy. Like, she hadn't, he hadn't seen Prue in like a couple years because yeah. he has such bad memories of Pen Hollow mm-hmm. and he didn't want to come back. But he also just feels really bad because he truly does hold all the girls in affection and especially Prue. So he is very affectionate and 
Prue makes all the introductions herself to all the people and she's so happy and she's so happy that Freya is going to be marrying Josh and she immediately loves Freya, okay? Mm -hmm. And Freya just like seeing Josh in this new light, okay? Seeing him be this like doting kind of brotherly figure and she's just like, I did not need to see him as anything but like a (laughs) flippant, just like devil make I love that she gets mad. She's like, wait, wait, wait. He's a he he's a loving like brother he to cares. her. Like, he has depth and emotion. Oh, no. no, no, please, Lord, don't Why? let it be. <laughs> Why? <laughs> oh my God, I fucking love that. So they all go, and I really love how all the family really embraces Prue because the Marchioness keeps trying to put Prue back in the nursery, and they're just like, no, for, you can stay here for tea, and mm-hmm. you know, come with me, and like everyone embraces Prue, and yeah. they're not letting the Marchioness dictate anything. And I love how Freya's response also is to like look about the room and talk about all the. Ch- changes she would make over here oh i love I want to this is just like this mm, and- yes and yes i think i'll change this and this when i am mistress of the house yes, like i, think I, I love it <laughs> she's basically just like digging the knife yes, in, and all you of know like-, like oh we can't wait to come here to vacation and take the kids <laughs> <They> love it here <laughs> they're all on board to basically mm-hmm. basically in your face marchioness and like the marchioness is like oh you must be tired go to bed until dinner and she's like nope i want to tour the whole entire house i want to see everything mm-hmm. i want my see new domain <laughs> and then she's like prude you go to no prude's coming with josh goes yeah. no prue is coming with us yes i love that he always everyone's includes fucking prue. standing up to this awful this woman biatch. and i fucking love Me it too. i love it love it love it and later when she's talking to josh she tells him she's like this is something I really did not need to know about you. And Josh responds, sweetheart, did you think me incapable of love? How unsporting of you. So like How every unsporting time, of you. Every time she says something to like put Josh down or something like that, Josh is so good natured with everything. Like nothing about her prickly nature gets Josh down. No. He loves her anyway. It, it he loves like- it. God, I life. love his it response really to her. They are truly made for each other. Exactly. You know? I absolutely love it. And so they stroll that night after dinner and Freya asks Josh, like, did you plan to never come back here? And finally he tells a story of mm-hmm. why he has such bad memories of Penhollow and that when he was six years old, he was orphaned, but he wasn't told that his parents died. Right. And so he they said they just live. went away. They or went something. away. And mm-hmm. later he started causing mischief and his aunt decided to tell him that his parents would be very disappointed in what a bad little boy that they raised, and it was a good thing that they were dead and would never witness this. Y'all, what I was like, are a you kidding me? Heinous bitch. To a six year old, okay? So oh. ever since then, like, he's been a little bit of a hellion, and right. the Marchioness was the one that was pretty much calling the shots. Mm-hmm. And so the Marchioness didn't like Josh, and so the Marquess didn't really like Josh either. And he got along really well with the girls, but he and Albert were so opposites because Albert could do no wrong. He was always on the right side right. of things. And Josh was the one always in trouble, okay? So that's how he grew up. And then whenever he was 18, he decided to go to the village to start an apprenticeship as a carpenter. As a carpenter. So, like, they yeah. were pissed about that, too. And just, like, it was just... But he was like, this is... He planned on being a carpenter. That was going to be his yeah, life, just, like, you Albert's know? like, Albert's going to get married and inherit, and I'm going to do something else, you yeah. know? Yeah. So he actually was very much part of the village, which I also freaking love. Oh, my God. Love. His I relationship love with the people in the village just... Yes. This... 
I, I'm telling you, as soon as they arrived in Penhollow, this moment on, this, I love the in, the whole the whole way it unfolds. Yes, towards the end. So in the in the breakfast room that morning, he decides Josh he's not going to wait for his aunt to make a move, and he wants to bring it out in the mm-hmm. open. And so he brings up the fact that oh, well, I've heard that there's a rumor that I'm now <laughs> that a murderer I'm, that I'm of Albert, Albert, and that um, Lord Garnet or whatever um, is Hugh Garnet Hugh yeah. Garnet is making the accusation that he saw me or whatever. And we'll get to the bottom of this. And the Bedouins always like they make a play that they didn't, that they weren't aware of this, and that they just don't believe yeah. it. And I love the Marchioness is like, oh, he did say something, but I never would I believe never it, Josh. Believe that. I would never believe that of no, you. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, we know this bitch has like called this guy up and is paying him off. Yeah. We also find out that every time like Hugh uh, Garnet comes up, chastity gets real like. Um, stiff about like, it yes. and we kind of find out that basically Hugh Garnet's trying to make a play for Chastity and she is not interested. So Jim, ha- Jim his, his man of business that he had hired six months earlier when he inherited that was the one to write him about this whole situation. When he met with Jim Jim said that you know as soon as the Marchioness came back from Bath, all of a sudden she was receptive to Garnet's um, play for chastity and mm-hmm. also planning to marry Constance off to the heir, the next heir, um, which is the Reverend. So she just wants her daughters in places where she can still control them and still have control of this estate, okay? Mm-hmm. And Jim is actually in love with Constance, okay? And Josh is picking <laughs> up on that. And so he's just like, okay, no, I need to take control of the situation. That's why he decides to bring it up, to just get ahead. Well, they go visit the village. He and Freya are walking around. They go visit his um, – I his, love his, his, like, his uh, – who he apprenticed under, yes. the master carpenter. Mm-hmm. And it's just this lovely older couple. And mm-hmm. she even is like, this is my pride and joy. Josh made this table for me. And Freya's like – Wow, Josh, this is really good. Like you were like she's seeing a history of a young and man. And she's seeing how and, intertwined he was with the village. And yeah. this is so like unlike what she's used to, the fact that, you yeah. know, someone so high is mm-hmm. willing to be on such informal terms. I loved Yes. And I love the next part to where he's like, There's somebody else I really want you to meet. He takes her to meet Angel and Angel's little boy, which of course the Marchioness has said that's you know, his son. son. That's his bastard son. Freya is all politeness and everything to her. But as soon as they leave, she is fuming. She's like, I cannot believe you would take like, me to did you meet. you think that that was a good idea? You know, Confused. like your bastard son. He's like, uh-oh, somebody's been listening to the Marchioness. Yeah, someone a little jealous. <laughs> you know, so we find out that, no, it was not. It's Albert's son. And yeah. that, you know, he did does pay for her just to help her, you yeah. know. That it wasn't consensual. We find out yes, that it wasn't we find, consensual. It was not consensual with Albert in that it bored cha- – she bored And that the, the Marquis would – if he would have told the Marquis, he would have told his wife and the wife would deny, deny, deny. And, and also would have kicked, put, her, kicked her, out. her out. And then where would they be? So he just decided to take the fall for that so that he could support them mm-hmm. so that they wouldn't die. Right. So then she just kind of <laughs> like, God damn it every time <laughs> this is so noble and she even yes. tells him like she's like so mad at that he's so she's foolishly like, noble and that yeah, she like, wants to punch him in the face for it i like, want to punch you in the face she's like he's like you're trying for sainthood but she's like, like she's so, so mad put off with herself more because she's falling for him oh and yeah there's, there's just more reasons to fall for him yeah and now he talks with the cousins chastity and constance and just 
ask them, like, what do you want to do with your life? Like, do you want to marry Garnet? No. Do you mm-hmm. want to marry our cousin? No, we don't. And they're like, okay, well, I'm not going to leave. Your mom's not going to put Prudence in an asylum because the mom's been making ways about that again. And he's just like, I'm going to stay. I'm going to figure this all out. Don't you guys worry. We, yeah, we also find that – um Prue has been spending a lot of time at Ms. Tyler's house in town who has a son named Ben who's like basically we kind of find out through the grapevine that Ben is sweet on Prue and Prue is sweet on Ben, you know, yep. though nothing has happened between them, obviously, and he would never, you know, overstep or anything because he's uh, he's a fisherman, you yes. know, and so but like the governess that the Marchioness doesn't like has been, you know, very good to Prue mm-hmm. and brings her to the village and stuff. And that's how she kind of met Mrs. Turner and they would go to the cottage and Prue would start helping make like yes. bread and all those things. And she really likes that. Like she's Prue like, likes I to can do, do things. things. Yes. It, she's so she doesn't want to be relegated to the nursery where she can't do anything. And so she's having a really good time over there. Um, but yeah, ben that walk, sweet. that walk they take that Prue takes and Prue takes both of their hands and they're like swinging their hands. Freya and Josh, that is the sweetest because josh wants to get to the bottom of how Prue <gasps> feels like yes do you like being at the cottage why mm-hmm. do you like being at the cottage and you know well you love me and freya like you say you love everybody but do you love ben and like she and he's like i love ben and stuff like that like, <laughs> it's so cute and it's so adorable because he's just like she is 18 yeah you know and she can make her own decisions. And we, she just wants to be aware, like, how much do you know about love and marriage and stuff like that? And do you know what happens with married couples? And she's like, yes, you kiss and you make babies. <laughs> and apparently, like, Miss Palmer and Chastity have been talking to her about it, like, good kisses and bad kisses right. and good touches and bad touches. Right. And um, she also talked to Ann Jewell. And so he's just like – some women have been educating Prue where her yeah. mother should be the one to do this. And, and I love not. how Pr- and Prue is always like, Ben only gives me good kisses. Like, yes. and then Ben's hands would never hurt me. Yeah, like, oh, he he's just like and, so yes. sweet. So I freaking oh, love that because Josh, too. he even gets teary eyed because he's just like, he and wants Freya her to notices. be happy. Yes, he gets teary eyed because <laughs> he wants her to be happy and wants her mm-hmm. to make her own decisions and have a good life. And so he and she said like, you know, oh, they said that. I would never be able to be with them that mom would say no and you would say no. And he's right. just like, I'm not saying no, you know, yeah. and we'll work it out. Yes. So, so it we, was just beautiful. It and was. I loved it. And so. so we have, um, they've, they're planning the ball, a big ball. Yes. And we kind of like, well, we also, should we talk about how they, um, they do their, they, they go to the Island. They go to the Island. Yes. So they go so to the Freya, island. who's a little bit afraid of the open water, mentions the island that is in the distance and like, hey, have you ever gone there? And he's like, yeah, I used to row out yeah. there to clear my mind. She's like, we should go. And he's like, oh, okay, we can go. And he's like, wow. I may not be able be to. He, I love how she, he goes, I may not be able to keep my hands off you. And she goes, I may not either. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? So they both kind of know what's going to go yeah. on. And they get there and basically he makes her spell it out he's like what are we doing here Freya? yeah you she's tell like, me we're here to make love okay like Fine. i'll say it and then he <laughs> does it. i love we get in his point of view again he's and like, he's like this is, is making love. love and he like he loves her they fall asleep in each other's arms they make love again like it's just like and of course right after Freya's all in a tizzy because she's like she doesn't want it to because she's anything. falling in love with him she's totally in love with him at she this point she wants to be able to walk away and she can't from it. and she, she was thinking can't. like I'll have good memories, but all it does is just draw her closer to him. Like, yeah. how can I ever walk and away Josh from him? And Josh is thinking, he's just like, 
there's no good reason why we shouldn't marry why, at why this aren't point. we why, why aren't, aren't we? we we're so good together and so she's yeah. having all these thoughts okay and, and i just have... i just really love that josh is too. getting on board with it finally realizing that he doesn't want it to end that he'd be sad if freya would leave yeah he needs to try to convince her to stay yes. gently okay and then we have the ball and then we have the fucking ball so he y'all this ball, so I was think of, I think of like the um, ball of Meriton in Pride and Prejudice, like the, what they call the country ball, yes. where the whole town is there. And even though it's private at his home, like it's, I love this. I really love that it, it, she must, the Marchioness must be like sweet in her ass oh. cheeks so hard at the fact <laughs> that the villagers are in her house. Like, and I love that it. Freya, even though she's the, you know, a Duke's sister and she is just like, this is awesome i never in my life she's she's like wolfwick would have died but at the same time she's not turned off by it or snobby about it she just thinks it's wonderful yes and she sees josh for the man he is that he truly is just like a hero like he is such a good man and also they're kind of waiting for uh new garnet yeah garnet yes to walk in like they know they know that he's gonna come and they want him to kind of make his move because they're still waiting for everything to unfold like what is his aunt's final puzzle piece that she's ready to make her move and And then he does and then he does well it's like five dances in and she's dancing with somebody else and josh is dancing with somebody else and all of a sudden he walks in and he has like five men with him well come to find out these five men used to make trouble around town as well yes they were smugglers with them smugglers and uh that's how josh found out whenever he's talking to the villagers so they he makes a very bold claim saying to sir newton who is the local magistrate saying i wonder if you realize sir that this ballroom tonight harbors a murderer and a usurper (laughs) what (laughs) like it's so dramatic i love it so dramatic saying that he witnessed josh throw his cousin row him out to sea Throw, throw him over, him over. And pull and push him under with an oar. Like, <laughs> witness this. And it took him five years to fucking see. And the Marchioness is swooning like a flower. <laughs> oh my gosh, I can't believe Josh. Show. He would never, never do this. He fucking did this. Okay, oh my god, so it. dramatic. I love it. So then all the villagers were like, that is a lie. Because I, I was out there that night and I was looking out to sea and I saw Josh another- <laughs> rowing and and the Albert was swimming on the side and he waited until he got, you know, to where he could mm-hmm. stand up and he rowed back out. And, and then another side, was I was standing there with you, remember? Yeah. I walked and, up and we were both standing there together. I was also walking down the beach and stuff and Freya in her mind, she's like, God damn, for a very stormy night, there, there sure was a hell of a lot of people on the beach. <laughs> like, it's a stormy night and everybody in town is on the beach watching this event everyone knows that this is a lie okay it's awesome i was laughing so hard oh my god so i fucking love it because sir newton's like okay i'm gonna pray for all of your souls yeah because obviously you perjured yourself obviously you're perjuring yourself but also i've always believed you josh and i don't think that you would kill him so like and yeah he's like five years later all of a sudden he's like no get out of here no and if i see you in town tomorrow i'm no yeah i'm gonna gonna, rest you yeah rest you and your men like no absolutely not so hugh just like leaves with his tail tucked between his legs it was awesome and i love how josh is just kind of like man anticlimactic after all that huh she wasn't even worthy foe i know and then chastity's like i want i need to talk to i need to talk 
all of you. So she asked for Sir Newton, her mother, um, Josh, even Freya, and, and like Angel. and and Calvin, the cousin or whatever yes. who's there, and who also well. basically denounces this whole thing yeah, too. He wasn't like, in on it with I the Marchioness. Want the the title? So yeah, like he's like I cool for me. Yeah. I like being a parson. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so then they go into the um the lounge or lot whatever part. They go to the parlor and um, Chastity basically explains what really happened that night. And Josh, the whole time, is like, you don't have to say it. You don't have to say it. Yeah. She's like, no, I am. things lie. So what happened was up until that point where Josh was – Albert was swimming alongside Josh rowing. They had had a huge fight. Josh goes on in the boat. And when Albert comes to shore, Chastity is there with um, Anne. Anne, Joel. And she's got a gun. And I love Marchioness starts to swoon. Oh, my God. You put a gun to your brother? I know. And she threatens him because of what he's done to Prue. So yes. apparently he has been molesting and raping Prue. Well, we don't know. Or we don't know exactly what happened, but left he's definitely a, molesting her or something. He's been inappropriate with Prue. Inappropriate. And, and the so, reason why he got Anne Jewel pregnant was because Chastity had told Anne, and Anne was trying to lead him away from Prue, basically. Yes. And he rapes Yes, Anne, yes. And gets her with child. So yes. he was an awful, awful, terrible man. human being. And Josh had taken him out to tell him that he was going to basically, he said, if like, you if don't, he doesn't admit it, he's going to strangle him. With he said, I'm going to kill you. He yeah. did threaten to kill him. He's like, yes. I don't know if I would have, he said, but I would have beaten the crap out of him. Yes. You know, like. Exactly. So that was <clears> the whole situation. And so Chastity was like, whenever she confronted him with the gun, he was like, "I'm." she said, I'm not letting you. Um, out of the water until yeah. you say that you're going to go confess everything. And so what Albert did was like, oh, I didn't want to go inside anyway. I want to swim a little bit more. And so he goes back in the water and he swims around. Yeah. Okay. So we don't know if the undertow got him or if he actually yes. died, like, suicide, like killed himself. Nobody we don't really know but, exactly what happened, but yeah. he did drown. Right. And so Chastity's been feeling this burden of guilt that she's the one that killed that her she, brother. But right. Sir Newton's just like, I'm very sorry to he- hear this family matter, this these secrets coming out, but I absolve you of that guilt. It's not your fault, you right. know, and I'm glad we can lay this to rest once and for all, you know, and of course, the Marchioness is just like so upset that her son's name has been slandered. Yeah. Like, and then when she's blaming everybody, like saying how Josh is awful, Chastity is awful, Prudence is awful. She also like, says, Prue, you're going to an asylum. And Josh is and, like, she's going nowhere. She's yeah. staying here and she's mm-hmm. the most innocent of innocent victims in this situation. Yes. She's the most innocent. So don't even start. So then the Marchioness turns to Freya and just like, it's your fault. Because if you hadn't shown <laughs> up in and turned his head he would be marrying Constance and we wouldn't have this family drama and so Freya is just waiting for her opportunity oh, I love and this she part. waits for the Marchioness to slap her across the face Josh is trying to catch the Marchioness before she does it Yeah, but, but Freya just like thank God because thank she gets God. to punch her now she's like been waiting <laughs> waiting so she I could thought punch she her. would never give me a reason yeah, to defend to myself and punch her in the face I've been waiting to do that for so long yes. okay? so the Marchioness is like wailing and stuff yeah. Yeah. She's like, oh, my God. And Josh is like, I'm going to deal with her. She can't stay with here anymore. And I love they go back and they announce Ben and Prue's Ben and uh, Prue's wedding. And then Constance <laughs> starts dancing with Jim. And he's like, I think another engagement is going to be announced yeah. soon and stuff yeah, like I that. Yeah, going to be here a while. Yes. And then Chastity, he's like, Chastity can stay with me if she wants. She can go with the mother. And she Freya's can do whatever like, she I wants. I can help her have a season in London. Yeah. Like, it's just, you know, the Marchioness just can't stay here. Okay. So after all of that excitement... <laughs> Everyone's going to bed, but Freya's like, I'm too keyed up to go to bed. 
Josh, do you want to come take a walk with me? So they go walk and they're just talking about everything. And she wants to know, you know, what his next, next mm-hmm. steps are. And that's where they talk about it. But Josh turns to her and says, Freya, what are you doing for the rest of your life? Mm-hmm. But Freya, being like the little scaredy cat that she is, yes. is, just like doesn't want to ruin it and kind of like puts him off, changes the subject. Just like, oh, no, look at the cliff that we were talked about earlier that mm-hmm. you climbed. Let's climb it right now. Like she so just what does are not want to talk about it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so Josh doesn't push and he's like, that's fine. Let's climb the damn cliff. And they have a good time climbing it. And when they get to the top, they're laughing. And he's just like, you're afraid of heights, aren't you? And she's like, yes, I am. But like she likes to confront things that she's a coward about. Right. And oh my god i love it because the adrenaline's pumping they're kissing and stuff and josh is just kind of like okay i need to be able to say my piece and he does not want to be put off anymore he's going to have it out with her and he says let there be some truth between us at last freya i've had enough lies and secrets to last me a lifetime if all of this has been nothing but a lark to you, then so be it. Say so honestly and I will let you go without another word, unless that is you've been got, gotten with child. But if you're letting me go because you think you ought to honor the temporary clause in our bargain because you think I'm being annoyingly noble in my offer to make betrothal real, then stuff it, sweetheart. Just stuff it. Give me an honest answer now. Do you love me? I fucking love it because finally he's assertive. Finally he's yes. being very serious about yes. it, okay? And he just wants to know, do you love me? And she goes, well, of course I love you. And he goes, of course you do. And laughs. And he's just like, are we going to allow a little bargain to ruin the rest of our lives? And she's just like looking at all the reasons like, oh, yes. but we'll argue. And then you'll get tired of me. And, blah, and blah, he blah. realizes this is fear. And I love how he mm-hmm. confronts her. And he's like, okay, what did you do when you were afraid of the water? You wanted to row. You stood up and you rowed us back. Yes. What did you want to do when you were afraid of the heights? And you climbed the freaking cliff yeah so what are you gonna do now that you're afraid to love me and yes. marry me oh my god it was so good it was so good and so then she's good. like fine i'm gonna love you anyway <laughs> and she's like we're betrothed there that's what i'm gonna do we're really betrothed now but if you die before our marriage josh i shall pursue you through all of heaven and hell <laughs> after my own death and throttle you do you hear me and he's like oh yes sweetheart gosh. So I love it. And then he gives her a real proposal and he gets yes, down on one And she's just like, and she's, she's like, what also, are you doing? You look so silly. <laughs> she's like, I love how anytime he gets serious, she's like mocking. What are you doing, Josh? Get up. Get Stop up. it. It's like, but what a great story it'll be for our <laughs> but grandchildren. But he is never, he is never cowed by her. He no. just like continues to do what he's going to do. Exactly. I'm going to be a romantic. Okay. Yes. He's I'm going to so be the romantic, romantic. And I love him for so, it. So, okay. And so there's one more scene and I'm going to go ahead and say it because this is my showdown scene, guys. This is my showdown scene. So the next day they are giddy. She is like giddy with excitement. She's like, I want to run around and say, ha, I'm betrothed and I'm in love and we're getting married. But of course they know all that or they think all that. So it's kind of stupid. So she's like, you know what? I'm going to – and see, one thing we didn't really talk about is that she is a secret sponsor for um, a school in Bath that her former governess runs, a former governess that she had run off because she was basically a mean little biatch when she was younger. Yeah. And the governess was so stubborn, she refused Wolfric's help. And because she was almost starving, you know, with trying to get this school going, she became this anonymous donor for the. And so she always sends like, uh, you know, 
teachers and then kids who can't afford it and stuff like that. So she goes to Ann Jewell and basically is like, she opens the door and she's like, you want to come in? She's like, no, 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 no. I just want to tell you, like, you know, are you interested? Are you happy here? Or do you want to go elsewhere? And so she basically is like, there's this great place. They have a geography position open. Your son would be welcome. I've talked to my solicitor, like it's all done and you would have a great salary. So she like basically just kind of is an angel to Ann Jewell. And then um david the sun pops up and there's josh behind Hi. the whole what time listening to this what you doing here freya i would have come, we could have come together if i knew you're coming because they were bringing david because all the kids are going on a picnic or something so they take david with them and david's on the horse and they're just leading him along i fucking love this scene y'all <laughs> he is teasing her he's like basically oh sweet sweetheart you're soft soft you're soul such a secret softy. you're a secret softy and she is furious she's like joshua i will kill you if you if say you another word if you tell anyone that i have a soft heart basically it's like she doesn't want people to know that she is like tender and loving and like he is just basking he knows in that it that she is that she's been sending people maybe yes. students who don't have enough money there she's been like basically gathering people who are in need and sending them their way yes and i just love it I and i but she and she's also secret. just in so this all unfolds as they're walking and she's also like i love you so much josh like this is where she really like lets her feelings out like genuinely and i just it is beautiful. So they I had a wonderful winter feelings. wedding. They did. As well. And she always beautiful. hated winter, but now she loves I know. winter. I knew that was going to be part of it. Oh, I love it. It's so adorable. <laughs> and it's just like they, they're they so fucking in love. Yeah. They're so giddy. When she's walking down the aisle, she can't help but smile. And he smiles back. And it's just like, it's beautiful. It's and a beautiful And I love that Wolfric is just so – I almost wonder if Wolfric knew there might have been something between them and like extended that engagement you know we never know really you have to i mean from the very beginning he does have these little intuitive moments and stuff so you'll Mm -hmm. have to you'll have to see i need to go back how he behaves with the other bedouins and because all the bedouins have kind of had very spontaneous betrothals and marriages and stuff they've had and they've had three recently yes recently so it's very very so what was your showdown so my showdown is actually after the cliff because it was just Mm -hmm. like finally i love that josh has always been just like he's a jokester Mm -hmm. and doesn't take anything seriously yes. and that's how, why Frey was so frustrated because when she sees him at Pen Hollow she's seeing another side of him and she can't just say that he's an empty headed joke right he's she can't not. she can't use that as an excuse anymore no she used to just say oh he's a shallow you know rake yes, like exactly ugh. and now she can't and right at this moment he's letting it all out like yeah. instead of joking about it he's like let's be serious for a yeah. moment I love that scene and too. you're not gonna so put me good. off anymore because I'm not I'm not willing to let you go and let's just put all of our cards on the table like do you love me yes like do you love me like i loved all of that no all the way through the next anymore. day and through the wedding like it was just like and like her response one giant being showdown like, of scene. course i love you and like he just like, <laughs> and i was like of course i love you he's like of course she does and he laughs like of course you know like of you know because he didn't know you know yes, but yes. she's just like of course i do you idiot like you never let on but come on <laughs> okay let's go let's be adults oh, about this situation oh, so i just so really good. loved it i thought it, it was beautiful y'all this is a great one I, a i'm great going one. back i'm going to re- finish morgan's and then i'm going to start skipping around yes a bit. read all of them yes okay well we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and look forward to the next one where we'll be reviewing the tyrant alpha's rejected mate thanks so much for listening this goes out to all the fan girls life's better with little hea